All right. We just want to give a shout out to our good friends over at CastBox. They are our good friends in the same way. Like if you walk through a series of vendor carts in Tijuana, and they say, come here, my friend, my friend, my friend. <laughs> Very good friends. They recently featured us on their Indie Picks section. They're helping us out, so we want to help them out. CastBox is a smaller podcasting app. And just like us, they're the new kid on the block up against all the big companies like Apple, Google, and Spotify. You go check them out if you have a chance. If you're using Google Podcasts, but you want a little less evil in your life, check them out. So I used to use Apple, and when I switched to CastBox, I immediately felt less pretentious and smug. I stopped making all those annoying sounds after every sip of coffee, and I feel a little more dignified now. So you should head over and check out CastBox, and you will enjoy the new you for 2020. It's true, guys. CastBox improved Ian's spelling, like, a little (laughs) bit. All right, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, farce, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Hi. And today our special guest, comedian Kristen Becker. Hello. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys, we have a special show for you. Our first topic. This is a good one. You've probably heard of these Zany stories. And right now we are in the middle of a literal shitstorm. The last 12 months have gifted us several stories of serial public shitters. So these are people that go out into the wild and relieve themselves in public for reasons that are not perfectly obvious. Bobby, take us on this first one. A 51-year-old Massachusetts woman nicknamed the parking lot pooper. Did they give her that nickname before or after she was shitting in parking lots? <laughs> <laughs> Because if she had it before, then it's just like... Yeah, maybe it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave her that nickname. Yeah. It was like, well, I guess I have she to... She just generally smelled bad. And she's like, you know what? Fine, guys. I'll yeah. be uh, yeah. in parking lot, boo. Fine. <laughs> can't beat them. Make the news. <laughs> I can't believe I drove all this way just to hear more about the parking lot, boo. Oh, like, really? It's kind of a have big deal where I live, is it? right? Oh, yeah. No, oh, everyone's talking about it. You're going to be our expert on this subject then. <laughs> and, and I've honestly been avoiding it a little bit. Oh, like, well, here you little... go. <laughs> I just assume... I don't worry about where people have to poop, right? I'm sure it must have been an emergency. I don't care as long as it's far away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the parking lot pooper was busted after being caught by police, uh, which is how you get busted, I guess. Uh, (laughs) She had been pooping twice a week in the parking lot of the the Natick Outdoor Store for a couple of months. Complaints from the owner led police to set up a sting-type operation (laughs) to catch the (laughs) poopetrator. I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that claimed, your nickname, Bobby, for a while? The yeah. Poop the <laughs> yeah, that's what, you know, it was a little offensive about this story. <laughs> it was cutting in on my turf, you know what I mean? Your turd. Uh, <laughs> when caught, she claimed she just had irritable bowel syndrome, but her story didn't check out. The arresting officer pointed out there were plenty of public restrooms nearby, and he also called her employer, who confirmed she could have just pooped there. <laughs> Insult on top of injury. That's, like, that's like the worst kind of humiliation. But you know what? That's what an abusive boss would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, what do you mean? No, they're allowed to poop anytime they want yeah. to, and they really have a once-a-week poop rule. Yes, that's right. She already has like four warnings for pooping too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds like she already had a reputation. They just like answer the phone, like, what, she shit there again? Really? Yeah, yeah. And clearly they don't go by HIPAA rules because how else did they <laughs> confirm the IBS? Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to talk yeah, about that. Right. <laughs> She's been abused. At work. 
Her lawyer called her a pillar of the community (laughs) (laughs) at her arraignment where she was charged with wanton destruction of property. How low is the bar for being a pillar of the community when this person is a pillar of the community? I just can't believe that there's no more information. Like, Like, she poops but... Also, she's yeah, yeah. the Girl Scout troop leader, or she, yeah. oh, exactly, she exactly. knits things for burnt koalas. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, she's... Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're a pillar, do you automatically get, like, the key to the city? Is that it work? a pillar of shit? Yeah. <laughs> and how powerful was that shit to where the... Because she was charged with destruction of property. Yeah, I mean, did yeah. it, like, put a hole in she's the asphalt? Got, like, like, it's like her poop is, like, alien blood. It just It's, like, acid that eats through the concrete. <laughs> but, like, what, first of all, how big is she, right? Oh, because yeah. coyotes are a thing up there and they make giant poops, right? And like, there's a sting operation. <laughs> like, I understand it's the off season. Do you know what I mean? There's not a lot going on. We're party. We're but there, like, yeah. if I worked, if I was in Natick and I think I'd have to write a letter about use of my tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's like an eight man SWAT team. Like, to find the working pooper. overtime. Yeah. It is ironic that it was outside of an outdoor store because she could have just gone in and bought like a portable potty thing uh. again, right like she could have just gone in there bought a thing well apparently there were public restrooms nearby uh, yeah, it, well yeah but apparently she's that's the thing is like some people are shy about pooping at work but so is it but you know is it it's better to poop in the parking lot you know what i mean it's like you're not shy about that part and what's I, her real motivation really because they say that you know irritable bowel syndrome is what's on record but going twice a week for a couple months i mean was she trying to fertilize the pavement i, I mean just, what was she doing i think her boyfriend works at the natick outdoor store <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or her ex-boyfriend does like it feels this feels like a personal revenge crime poop. Yeah. Revenge poop, for yeah. sure. that's not the only story we got through on this topic oh. gang carlos has our next one so our next serial public shitter is a 60 year old wisconsin man hopefully you didn't hear about this one too chris <laughs> <laughs> who had an incredible reign for ne- nearly two years jeffrey quote unquote the park shitter not so, as creative yeah how clever <laughs> churchwell admitted to defecating on a building in a public park for more than two years going up to five times a week churchwell told police he did it to be disrespectful but also because of the convenience <laughs> <laughs> He was ordered to pay roughly $6,000 to reimburse the park for the countless times they had to pressure wash the concrete over the two-year period. So, so here's what I'm thinking. like Two years is not just disrespectful. I mean, disrespectful is like coming on your lady's face if it's your birthday and then apologizing after. Two years is like serial killer level. I mean. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, and they're saying he admitted to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he really did. You know because how serial killers sometimes take credit for murders they never did? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, that shit in January 86. Yeah, that was me. He he cops to like 40% of them. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could keep up any habit five times a week for two years. That was borderline healthy, right? This is waste removal. This is a healthy pattern and habit of behaviors. Yeah, if nothing else, all these people are at least regular. You know what I mean? I am not a good public poop. Like I have a, I can't, oh, I cannot shit in public. I'm like, not, I can I barely shit if my girlfriend's in the house, let alone around. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's just. Not. I have a hard. I mean, when I'm on the road, I actually I have to. So it's if it comes to like shitting in my car, or, you know, shitting in public, I'll shit it in the fucking public. But I don't, I don't fucking. I, I'm I'm really bad at it, and I haven't figured out why that is at all. And and you would think that like if you walk into a public like a rest stop, right? You're on the road, you walk into a rest stop, and it smells like shit. Like that's your opportunity, right? Like oh man, <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. already. Like, they're not even going to notice mine. I would try to go. That's what I like about. Well, I mean, it's still public, but I like Starbucks bathrooms because it's just one stall. So it's like other people aren't like hearing you shit and 
Yeah, but then when you walk out, they know you pooped. That, I think that's right. I, I think I have shame. Shit shame. Shit shame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, as soon as I walk out, I yell out, man, what a long pee. <laughs> <laughs> so then they know that, that it's covers actually, all your bases. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. oh, my God. I can't believe I took that long to pee. So I'll have Kristen take us home on this last one. Okay. <laughs> Students at a New Jersey high school were alarmed when they started finding human-sized shits around their track and field area. Once enough complaints were raised, a surveillance team was brought in. Yeah. Wow. Like, they don't have computers in the lab, but... Yeah, like, yeah. Priorities. They can't test those rape kits, but they got all the time in the world for this shit. I bet you if they cross-tested some of this shit with some of that oh, rape yeah. DNA, there'd be some I'm matches. Sure, yeah. And strangely enough, the person responsible for shitting on the track and field was none other than the superintendent of the county, Thomas the Pooperintendent Tramalini. <laughs> Once caught, he was promptly fired from the school system and publicly shamed as pooperintendent. I don't think that's a, that's not shame. <laughs> that's glory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's glory. And how do you come back from them? Like, what's your angle? Do you just own that shit? I, I want to know more about... His motive, right? Yeah, I want to know motive more yeah. than anything Did else. It, yeah. Was he... I, I mean, I'm assuming IBS is the go-to defense on this, right? Public shitting. Except, yeah. but I... Here's the thing, though. Isn't that generally a runny shit? Isn't yeah, like, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, when you say human size, I'm thinking large. It's, yeah. uh, it's plump. Yeah, like yeah. high fiber, you know, organized yeah, German shit. shepherd. <laughs> German and that's shepherd. the thing is, like, you can't tell the difference between a German shepherd and a <laughs> medium-sized man. Like, I don't know if anybody, a Great Dane. Like, I think they all knew it was him, and they just, like, <laughs> were finally like, all right, we really have to put a stop to this. <laughs> It'd be awesome if he got framed, though. <laughs> 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 Someone just scoops out his poop from the teacher's lounge. <laughs> I'm seeing, like, a Principal Skinner and Superintendent Chalmers kind of done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, with all the heated national political coverage these days, we thought we'd give everyone a break and play the best local campaign for up and coming mayor from upstate New York. And this guy is already the mayor and he is clearly crushing it with things like this. I'll stop listening to what people are saying because I just hear that you guys hate my fucking guts. You call me a dwarf. You call me. I've heard people say that there's a rumor saying that I'm a homosexual. I get more pussy than anybody here. That I can guarantee. I want to tell you something. I am not a homosexual. Can't they come up in this room? I am not a homosexual. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We're not judgmental. People are with you. I fuck bitches. That's just I fuck bitches. Yeah. Where is he the mayor? Some little small town in upstate New York no one's ever heard of. Yeah, bro town. But isn't that the best way to de-escalate homosexual commentary? Just to be like, I fuck bitches. Okay, all your heterosexual street cred is now redeemed. That should be his campaign slogan, I fuck bitches. <laughs> yeah. Except there's a whole bunch of like uh, RuPaul Drag Race watch parties that are like, I'm your bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so we dug in. So people are wondering, why is this guy so crazy? And where is all this shade coming from that he has to defend himself on these just crazy outbursts on social media. Solvay. So. I think that's the name of the town. Solvay. Solvay. So, so apparently he acts the fool and cusses out people at city council meetings. Here's a clip. You know, just vote. Yeah. Just do the vote. Let's just do the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow government works, folks. The shadow government works. Wow. Disgusting. Do the vote. Are you guys... No, John, I have to say this. Are you guys trying to sabotage this village? <laughs> you took an oath oh, to Gettys. do this right. Town of Gettys. I just oh, called as the yeah. mayor to represent the people who are disgusted with you. Shame on you! Shame on you! Get the boat over with. I'm gonna go to dinner. Was that his wife? <laughs> that here, here? Yeah. Like the one lady's like, one. here, here! 
Yeah, he's like, that, excuse me, guys, I gotta go crush puss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one puss. She's, I, I think it was brushing. his mother because here's another clip where he referenced his mother. This one's awesome. He just admitted who the victims were. What an idiot! <laughs> you people are ridiculous. Let him go home. Let him pout and go home. Get out of here. You're a joke. No, ma, you can say whatever the hell you want. You're my mother. You're the mayor's mother. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm assuming his mom is there because she gave him a ride to the place. <laughs> What would it take? I mean, how much could it cost to run for mayor in Gettys? Because I, apparently nothing I'm at not all. convinced my residency has changed. I just feel like just his head would explode if someone like actually went and ran a campaign yeah, against like him. Episode. Only was better at being a humorous asshole than he was, right? You're like, I'm going to take your childish outburst and I'm going to add creativity to Yeah, that. exactly. And then, and then he goes on an apology tour because <laughs> apparently cussing out people at the city council meetings and the comment about fucking bitches got him so much shade he goes to facebook with this so here's the bottom line i'm gonna be a man definitely lost it the other night i'm just gonna take a step back i, I don't mean to be rude to anyone this is my final facebook post for a while i'm, I'm, I'm done with social media for a while i'm getting back to my roots music <laughs> back to writing james taylor style songs i could see him doing like the yeah yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah 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 that's probably his whole thing the listeners can't see this but there's a bunch of scantily clad women in the background oh, yeah, that, that he's about to plow through <laughs> to prove his heterosexual yeah. street cred <laughs> thing is like the standard for holding public offices the bar has gone so low after <laughs> donald trump that i don't right. know if you can possibly like this guy is actually sounds respectful i've never seen trump do a i apologize video yeah R right that, is it just like the next person's just gonna take a shit on the white house lawn the next president yeah. just like just public shitting up we can't put anybody boring well, people in the are, gonna house, are gonna listen to this episode and see the foreshadowing of the poopers and then oh, the yeah. mayor and both of them combined full that's circle. gonna be yeah that's gonna be the next government yeah we're trying to spawn on the next generation of poopers. The, the next leaders. The first politician to publicly shit on the White House lawn. It's my vote, 2020. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. give you that, yeah. I gotta, I gotta take a shit. Where's your nearest bar? <laughs> yeah. All right, speaking of shitting, we've scraped the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life. I'm torn between whether we should like point out all of your spelling errors to guests or no, no. just let them. No, no, no. No, no. no, no listen, I've already in my head been like, oh, you do all the writing. <laughs> yeah, it's like and then these guys have to read whatever the fuck you write. Gotta, okay, yeah, no privilege over here. You got to figure it out. Yep. Yeah, we got to keep that one here. a secret for the Patreon people there, Bobby. <laughs> all right, and I'll let Bobby take us on this first fun one. All right. Oh, because I own multiple dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, this one's for you, bro. <laughs> If you own multiple dogs and find yourself suffering from boredom, just smear a dabble of peanut butter on each of their b-holes and why are they censoring that? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the part. Sit back and be entertained. It I does make me feel like I don't know what a b-hole is. Yeah, like, is this another yeah. hole I've never heard of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is, is this a boy thing? Do you guys have holes I don't know about? Like, it actually does, yeah. It makes days, it sound yeah. dirtier than it actually is when you fucking censor it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, if anything, it's going to probably make people want to French kiss for dogs even more. You see these people, they're always like French kissing the slobbering dogs. And they're just like, oh, peanut butter, that's awesome. Ian, Ian hates dogs. We, yeah. we don't see eye to eye about this. My dog's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's on the She's road. let with him me. loose in here on Ian. I've smuggled a dog in my jacket. No, no, she really is. She's in the, We. I built a, a platform. I have a Jeep Wrangler. We took the back seat out Aww. of the Jeep. This is how fucking lesbian I am. And my buddy and I built a 
a bed in the back, like so I could storage underneath, and she can just lay with surround view windows for the oh, next okay. two weeks while wow. we drive across oh, the country. Nice. Have cool. you done that before? No, this is the first time I've ever brought her with me. How is it going so far? So far, so good. Awesome. I mean, she literally can just sleep there. That's becoming more her home. And truthfully, this is so funny. In the South, I'm less worried about like a woman breaking my window because there's something. People in the South are understand that your dogs sometimes go with you and hang out oh, in your car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 people in the yeah, North yeah, are like, yeah. oh my God, there's a dog in the car. Get yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, and understand it's not like super hot, but they still like freak out. I'm like, no, she's got a blanket. She's, she's great. She's got a whole bed back there. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah. I have a blanket that you can plug into the lighter. Yeah. So oh. like they make them for RVs or whatever. So she gets too cold. She'll have a heated blanket. Like That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, those are better accommodations than I've gotten in several places I've performed. Oh, <laughs> I'm probably going to end up sleeping back <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I built a, a pop up. So like if you move the passenger seat forward, there's a little hinge and it extends enough so that if I need to hop back there uh, and sleep, see, I that's can. Props. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, road right. comic life. No, it is 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always had vans. This is the first time I haven't had a van. So I was like, all right, I got to fucking figure something right out. Can we quit the podcast and just get a tour of your... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you want to get it? Yeah, Let's of course. Yeah, it's right here. outside. You'll see. You meet the dog too, not you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even look at her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm over here and misspell shit. Yeah. <laughs> growling. You can tell I don't like the dog. He's going to bring a jar of peanut butter with him when he goes out there. <laughs> yeah, because people who like dogs are blessed with spelling and intelligence. There you go. So I'll let Carlos take us on this next one. Attach a fleshlight to your dead wife's urn to get extra sexy time beyond her passing. You know you can put ashes in anything. Yeah. <laughs> right? Why does it have to be in an urn? I, I'm telling you. I think it's an, an unnecessary extra step here in this yeah. life hack. Too cheap for a sex doll. Like, get a sex doll, dump your wife's ashes <laughs> into it. I think we're burying the lead, though, because right here it says on the bottom, also works for pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you get to still fuck your pet. Yeah, put some peanut butter on the ashes, too. Some fun. <laughs> you know, necrophiliacs are not socially accepted. <laughs> What if I was just like, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you're going to take a necrophilia to like the next kinkiest step would be like fucking somebody's ashes. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not even like they probably look down on people that. That's like a lightweight fuck. necrophilia. That's like yeah, sort of exactly. Like, like if you're going to be real gateway, hardcore, you, know, you got to fuck the ashes. There. So first of all, fucking ashes feels more like a. Are you going to feel anything? I'm, I'm trying to. I don't like think Sand so. and bone chips. I think. <laughs> I think Exfoliating <laughs> at best. <laughs> yes. I think, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I think at that point it's more about the principle of the thing yeah. than the pleasure, the physical pleasure. Okay, but what if you come in near ashes? Well, then then you got a goop situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 This, this is something that you might be able to pull off maybe two, three times. And then you put it around in a little necklace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then you, you wear around your. Yeah, and then you open an Etsy shop and sell all that. <laughs> I've said this a million times. This idea belongs on Shark Tank. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's uh, text Cuban. <laughs> Fire random shots out your windows to keep property values in Texas reasonable. So the more random people you see jogging for no reason, the higher rent is going up. So here's kind of like the playbook. If you see like a single lady in yoga pants occasionally, then you need to do like a two or three warning shots, maybe once a week. If you start seeing a whole horde of younger ladies in yoga pants with tiny little obnoxious dogs, yes, I'm doing a call back oh to dogs, boy. then your rent's wow. about to skyrocket and all the liquor stores are going to become artisan cheese shops. So you need to get shotgun and shoot out your window of your neighbor. New Orleans has proved that to be false. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not, I don't know if everybody knows 
white people have guns now, so like, yeah, <laughs> they're not really. Right. Odds are they're going to shoot back, and guess who's going to jail? Yeah. The people who already lived in the neighborhood. Good point. Plus, yeah. I feel like hipsters feel like it gives them some kind of street cred living in a dangerous area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're still going to move in. They're still going to move in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the thing, hipsters, the notorious for being early adopters, they don't really care. They'll put their toe in the deep end of the pool just for like bragging rights. There's no real way to foil them at this point in the game. Yeah, yeah. They'll just move in. It's like, ah, I moved in here when it was super gangster and shit. Yeah. And yeah. They'll just <laughs> use it as a. Exactly. I'm just, it's just like where I can usually afford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, this life is way out of my range anyway. I'm not going to own a fucking place ever. Yeah, with my luck, I would see even more dudes with man bones moving in around me. <laughs> All right, and I'll let Chris what, take What us. is this man bun shame you have? What, <laughs> yeah, what, what, is, what is that about? Dogs you don't like dogs? You don't like fucking man, bun, man buns? Fucking like, what are, yeah. So a, a dog owner with a man bun... You know, like might have pressed me out in public last week. If you have to, <laughs> if you have to ask, that's the, that's the story. And then he threw his dog at Ian, <laughs> <laughs> and the dog had peanut butter in his butt. Yeah, it's all coming full circle. I'll let Kristen take us home on this last one. Okay, here. having a hard time getting your kids into the bath? Teach them to play strip poker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a long hack. I mean, it's going to be a while, right? To be honest, I've never played strip poker. Like, I prefer not having games get in the way of getting naked sort of thing. It's like, that's why I'm like, I'm not into drinking games either. I just want to drink. Right, I, right. I was going to say, you look like a guy that plays a lot of strip poker. <laughs> have you? Yeah, that's the reputation I have. No, I just had that kind of look, you know? Because, yeah, the shirts I sell after my shows. <laughs> yeah, I can see it's it. like, take this off. <laughs> Do my kids are know how to play poker that, yeah, that's the first part right like that's i mean that that well, in and of itself you know what there is that this doesn't specify an age so it could be like you have 25 year old kids more innocent than we're thinking we're still, thinking five-year-old i don't know about innocent you're giving your 25 year old kids baths yeah because you know if there's one thing we know about kids it's definitely that they don't talk about things that happen at home in school <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I would have social res- worker you know what i would have respect for that parent that was just rolls in and was like listen the kid hasn't bathed in two fucking weeks, all right? The kids love cards games. Don't tell me. America, yeah. freedom, liberty. Don't tell me how to raise my kids. Yeah. We film the whole thing. We make a little bit of money. It's, it's cool. Yeah, everybody wins. I think it's an acceptable excuse now to say I heard it on a podcast, right? Yeah. You just told that to the principal. I was listening to a podcast. They said to do this. And they'll be like, all right. Yeah, that's right. It's fair game then. All right, this week we are inducting only our second hero ever into the Indecorous Hall of Fame. Most people never heard of this guy, but he's one of the greatest practical jokesters of all time. One of his practical jokes came as a result of his death and was was responsible for a Canadian population boom during the Great Depression era. Having a low opinion of human nature and a belief that everyone had a price, he set out to prove his point by fucking with politicians, clergy, friends, and enemies alike during the most dreary of years. (laughs) He calls the country to examine attitudes towards sex, birth control, women's rights, religion, welfare, horse racing, prohibition, and this is the indecorous history of Charles Vance Mylar. I like that it's all these relatively noble things, and then like, gotta throw horse racing in there. And just just to (laughs) point this out, this guy was like the real life Mr. Burns. So think (laughs) Mr. Burns from The Simpsons, this is him. Horse racing and bocce ball. (laughs) 
Charles Vance Millar was a Canadian born in the mid-1800s. He was incredibly bright and became a lawyer in Toronto from the late 1800s to his death in the 1920s. He was a notorious bachelor who loved the whores but never wed. He reportedly was only ever in a single romantic relationship, and it didn't end well. So he became a cynical dick, and he never dated seriously again. His contempt for humanity has been well-documented, and history paints him as a real-life Mr. Burns. I like him. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> Sign me I up. I don't even know if we need to. I'm already on board. <laughs> yeah, pl- please tell me he had to release the hound. He gets button my vote <laughs> on his desk. I'm not even sure those were whores. Those were ladies with yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> scholarly courtesans. Is that what it is? Yeah, is scholarly, it? dignified scholarly, scholarly courtesans. Right, so he enjoyed the darker aspects of humanity so naturally. He had investment interests in gambling, horse tracks, and alcoholic beverage companies. He thumbed his nose at the religious and politically correct elements of society and recklessly invested his money in every unsavory business he could, just as a fuck you to everyone. He was more than pleasantly surprised when all of his investments panned out and he became rich. I like that, like, the religious and the politically correct are the same. Like, the religious and the politically correct. No, these are different times. Yeah, no shit, good point. (laughs) And the story goes, he was a lawyer that was doing pretty well, and then he just took all his extra money and was like, okay, I'm just going to invest in all of the shit that all the religious people hate just to piss him off. All the vices? Yeah, all the vices of society. So that was like... Like if you could invest in gays, he would have invested in gays oh, and yeah. homosexuality. Yeah, he bought all the stock in that. Yeah. Where <laughs> is our modern day Millar? <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Give me this. Does he have grandkids? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, Where'd all yeah. that money go? <laughs> He's like, got some unsavory things we could spend it on. <laughs> uh, he had an amazing appetite for practical jokes. One of his favorite pastimes was literally to put money out on the sidewalk and watch people try to get it as he pulled it away with a string from behind the bushes. (laughs) But like, is he the inventor of that? Because for a minute I was like, fuck this guy. And then I was like, wait. Was he the first one who ever did it? Every cartoon that ever did that afterwards had to pay his estate. (laughs) And because like, if it was a priest in the full garb chasing a dollar, (laughs) (laughs) he also has some strange bedside habits. He often slept outside his house exposed to the elements in extreme weather. Okay. Hmm. Adrenaline junkie. <laughs> it's real seeker. He maintained that his practice would keep him more durable and promote longevity. Yeah, he founded the sport of extreme public shitting. Yeah. <laughs> extreme homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that some shit like, hey, I could have six houses. Yeah, I'm gonna sleep outside anyway. Do Fuck it, what's wrong with you, pussy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is the ultimate fuck you. <laughs> I can see this being like a, a new fad where all the hipsters are like, I'm gonna go live on Skid Row for a week because it's gonna make me more durable. Well, that'd be one way of getting rid of hipsters. <laughs> hey, oh, you're gonna price everybody out of Skid Row now? <laughs> Yeah. What if he was that asshole? Was just like, you want my tax dollars to take care of the homeless? Why? Look at me. I can sleep outside. No problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why am I paying taxes, Tommy? <laughs> he might be one of those guys. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, the hack of sleeping outside didn't aid his quest for immortality well enough, and he died at 72 of a stroke while at work in his law office. Well, that's what? still a good 72. That's a good yeah, run. In, in the 1800s, yeah, I mean, yeah. fucking yeah, did no work. Back in the day, that's a good run. This caused quite a pickle, though, because he had no wife, kids, living relatives, or loved ones, and just so happened to have a shitload of money. So when it came time to settle up his vast estate, his living will that he wrote one time as a practical joke had to actually be executed. This is where it gets really interesting, because he's a legitimate lawyer, 
and he just fucking, as a joke, wrote a living will. And whenever he died, there was no way to split up the money other than this thing he had as a joke. That's great. That makes me, <laughs> like, I was going to say, like, it makes me want to do this, but I don't have any fucking money to do anything. I, I thought it makes, like, oh, th- would that motivate me enough to try to get a bunch of money? <laughs> joke, like, you go a long yeah. way for a good yeah. joke. Right? Yeah. I, I think if you die in debt, you should be able to, like, divvy it up amongst your enemies. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd vote for you, man. That's a good fucking. Actually, no, because then my enemies would also be able to divvy up their debt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I'm like, catch, I, I, like, I'm not a shop. I know my, I know some assholes who have way more debt than I do, and they would fucking send that <laughs> shit right to me, and I don't want it. So this is where it gets good. I'll let Carlos take this first one. His living will was nothing but a series of bad practical jokes. He wrote it as more of a means of taking inventory of how he could fuck with and morally compromise all the people in society he hated. But due to the fact that he was a very articulate, well-written lawyer by trade, the living will actually held up in court. <laughs> yes. The first beneficiary of his will were three former colleagues of his that he hated and who deeply hated each other. He left them a Caribbean vacation home on the condition that they all three had to live in together. Oh, that's great. I mean, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, this guy even invented the real world. Like, that's basically... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. every toilet was like vented into another room. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So his next two fuck yous were to the moral majority of Toronto. He left in his will financial stock in various gambling businesses to city councilmen who were the strongest <laughs> opponents of gambling. And then he left stock in the O'Keefe Brewery to local clergymen who were strongly opposed to drinking. Uh, that's beautiful because, yeah, you're putting them in a position where it's like, all right, so put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, you hate all this unsavory shit. This Here's shit. a bunch of fucking money in the unsavory shit that you hate. What are you going to cash do? the check? Well, yeah. they started making money and they realized it was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's when it becomes okay is when you make money <laughs> off of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is the ultimate test of a person's morality. Do they really believe in their shit or are they going to go cash the fucking check? So he morally compromised all these high-ranking people in the city of Toronto. And I mean, this is epic. But his right. final act, I'll let Kristen take oh, his thumb okay. on this all one. all right. I didn't even realize it was me. I was so excited for what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but the final beneficiary of his will is the one that made him famous and gave rise to the Canadian population boom in the 1930s. He stipulated that women who birthed the most babies in the 10-year period after his death would be given the equivalent of $10 million in today's money. And this created the race known as the Great Stork Derby. In the end, thousands of women had lots of three, five, and seven baby families and lived at the edge of poverty. But a lucky few had nine babies during this time period and got to split the prize in a razor-close four-way tie. There was litigation over stillborn, partial birth babies, and whether out-of-wedlock babies even counted. But eventually, <laughs> the winning families each got around $2 million in today's money. Wow. Before you read that part, that's what I was going to ask. It's like, what is so if you have Siamese twins, do they count as two? Conjoined twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, what, there's going to be so many, like, people trying to get in on this one Yeah, because you know the another. official judge had to look at so many, like, dead fetuses and just weird fucking, you know, that's not a baby, that's just an abortion. But, like, you, all right, today's money, $2 million. Nine yeah. kids, $2 million? No fucking way. That's not <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah. Like, that is true. nowhere near enough to get by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, not, it's not worth it. Maybe two of them are going to college. <laughs> yeah, no, none of them are going to college. So years later, for some reason, my grandfather was like one of 16 for no reason and no prize money. <laughs> no prize money. Uh, yeah, my, he was doing it wrong. My grandma had 14 kids. But Jesus. I don't know if it was within 10 years, though. Like that's, oh, yeah. That's yeah, no, this yeah. was just to oh, wear it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking, what, what's the rate there? I'm not good at math. 
10 and you have nine nine babies yeah literally they nine were, tenths of a kid a year yeah nine tenths of a kid a year yeah i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just churning them out every nine months with a couple months off yeah yeah th- two 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 yeah stacking them deep selling them yeah. cheap the worst part is like a lot of these people went into poverty because they were trying to get this prize money and they end up just getting seven fucking kids they couldn't support. Yeah, well, I hate for like somebody that had eight. You know, I yeah, dude. Yeah. unlucky eight. I <laughs> bet you there's a lot of eights. Oof. I yeah. bet you there's a lot of eights. You, you, yeah, probably a lot of them grew up to be serial killers after how much they were hated <laughs> by their who parents. They, that's the movie that should be made. Somebody should go find the five eight families. The five eight families, <laughs> yeah. And what the happened to them? I, I think that what he didn't factor in was he was not anticipating a four way tie. Yeah, <laughs> because it was ten million in today's money, but oh, yeah, because yeah. it was four of them, yeah, they, they only got two. And yeah. I don't think that's what he would have wanted. No, or intended. Yeah. I he, think that he would have wanted them to have enough money to take. He care should of have had like a tie break of some sort, tie right? Like oh, what? Yeah. Whichever one of these like a kids has another kid. Yeah, yeah. And then you. No, no, the babies fight. Oh, the, oh, yeah. oh even baby better, fight. Even better. Baby fight. Oh, that's baby the best fight. idea. Yeah, yeah. Baby fight. Cage yeah. match. Cage match. <laughs> See, if because you figure it's ten years, so the oldest one is ten. Yeah. Right, so like the ten-year-olds fight each other. There you go. The nine-year-olds uh, fight each other. Oh, there you yeah. go. Exactly. Maybe we bet on that because he's into gambling, right? Maybe we put place bets on the kids <laughs> fighting it out. Put them on tiny little horses because he was into horse racing. The, yeah, no, that sounds perfect. And then, like, if there's still a tie, you do like a battle royale where it's all yes. fucking nine against nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like we've no watched a UFC match that was less interesting than a baby fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for Listen, sure. Listen, you give a ten-year-old full reign to pummel another one and be like, if you win, you get anything you've ever wanted they're, for the rest of your life. They're full of fucking energy. Motivation. So much energy. Yeah. You could start at about three. <laughs> but you know what, though? If one of the kids is retarded or something, they're stronger. So they would probably <laughs> knock out all the other fucking kids. That that would be a, a disadvantage that you have to take into account. All right. So we're looking at 40, 40 kids at this point. No, they had nine. So, so oh, yeah. nine so times four, 36. 36. 36. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So there's 36 kids. There, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a, there's going to be a few things wrong with a couple you would of think them that so. will probably balance out, right? One's not oh, going to yeah. be able and to. And probably if they're, because nobody that's taken on this challenge is sane. You know, like you got to be, there's something wrong with you. So there's probably, Probably some fetal some alcohol syndrome yes. shit going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brackets going at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, it. Would it would definitely for sure make for an interesting tournament. I can see it. So March, guess, March How much money would it take to run this competition just yeah. so we can have the babies? We should just... see now. That's my motivation. I want to make money so I can have this thing again and then have the tiebreaker in 10 years. All right. Yeah. So if there's ever any deranged rich assholes out there, check us out. This is how you should do it. Hey, everybody, we're looking for sponsors because we want to keep this podcast going. So we're looking for the most indecorous sponsors we can possibly promote. So if anybody out there knows any webcam girls that want to promote their webcam, hit us up at indecorouscomedy at gmail.com or on any of our social media. We want to partner with anybody and everybody, and the dirtier the better. And we're not just limiting it to just webcam girls. Yeah, yeah. Bobby really wants guys as well. <laughs> webcam trannies Web- webcam people Web- yeah webcam people <laughs> people that get naked in front uh, of videos or just if you have a fucked up business that you've yes. had if your advertising has been turned down by more than one place we want your business yeah, if Turn nobody wants your money we will take your money if nobody else will accept your business we are more than happy to 
Obviously, it's got to be within legal limits. So if you have a favorite gun smuggler, we can't really promote <laughs> that on the podcast. But any other thing. Yeah, or if you're a member of the Sackler family and nobody will run those Purdue Pharma ads anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll give you a discount. <laughs> so if the Better Business Bureau has rejected you, then we might be the best game in town for you. We might just have to do that. We'll just become shills for industries <laughs> that want to deny how bad they are. No, we, we take Oxycontin every day. And look at us. <laughs> we're thriving on Oxycontin. It's not addictive at all. At all. Those doctors were right the first time. <laughs> All right, so moving along to our final topic of the week. Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. And Bobby does most of the heavy lifting on this, by the way, if anyone's (laughs) curious. Yeah, if we ever raided by the FBI, it's on Bobby. When he smacked her into next week, I expected gold rings to fly out of her. Okay, so if anyone's missing out on the reference here, this is Sonic? Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, yes. Okay. I rarely find violence in porn hot, but if someone animated... (laughs) I say it rarely. (laughs) But when it's hot, it's fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) But if someone animated the rings flying out of this lady, I'd probably fap to that. And do you think there's a nod to cock rings, or do you think this is oh. strictly a Sonic reference? If, if, you know, I, you go both ways. Now I think about it. Do we it. know if there's a cock ring in this porn? We run into this all the time. We're like, oh, we see the sauce. comments, and but we don't know what the actual porn. Sometimes that they're they put the sauce, and we can go to the and we watch the porno video, and boom, there's the. But the that cock would ring have made that comment better if it was like I expected gold cock rings to fly out of yeah. her. That would have made that comment way better. I think uh, <laughs> Carlos might have a career in helping people edit their Pornhub comments. <laughs> yeah, I to think make them I, funnier, you, you can, punch yeah. up Pornhub comments. I mean, listen, your premise doesn't really work with the punchline <laughs> there. <laughs> Add a word here. Carlos has notes. Who do you think your the... audience is for this joke? Yeah, <laughs> All right, rule of three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let Carlos, take it on this. Next All right, this is from uh, Don't Judge Me Twenty Three, which makes me judge him already without reading the comment. <laughs> I wish they would stop swearing in these videos. How am I supposed to watch this with my kids? Ah, that's uh, all right. I got Well, it was a saying. If families that watch porn together stay together, Is hashtag no more broken they homes probably, or something. Families that watch porn together Ooh. probably fuck each other together. What are the other comments? Can we see those? Do people... Oh, somebody yeah. just called him hack. Is it? <laughs> uh, already been posted, bro. Oh, right, like, damn, yeah. <laughs> Someone See, else was the first to screen cap this gym. Even in the world of Pornhub comments, there's still hack police. Yeah, there's the etiquette police on the Pornhub comments. <laughs> All right. Carlos Mencia did this. <laughs> you stole this from whoever Carlos Mencia stole it from. <laughs> All right, and Kristen can... Oh, Nobody's going to talk about the guy who fucked a pile of snow. I think we're back to middle R. I think we've gone full circle here. Oh, right now. Yeah. He's outside in the cold, <laughs> proving his. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proving he's rugged. Before, because I didn't even really pay any attention to comments on Pornhub before I did this podcast. Sure, you know, this is how it's expanded my mind. <laughs> but this person apparently has expectations of comments because he's like, "What? Nobody's talked about this. I thought we had a forum going on here." <laughs> 
Like he actually is disappointed that other people are not. Yeah, they're coming like that chick it. was hot. What's her name? I fuck her, and then this guy's like, "Wait, no one's gonna mention the elephant in the room." There's a yeah, pile yeah. of snow. But like, I am genuinely concerned that I'm not working the Pornhub market better because it's got yeah. 33 thumbs up. Like, I'm telling you, there's man. a lot of likes in these comments. Like, people yeah. are engaged yeah, in I Pornhub think, comments. Oh, there's way more engagement than you would ever imagine. I did, like I thought about this a while ago, but we should just like start uploading our podcasts on Pornhub. Okay, yeah, why you, wouldn't bro. you do that? That'd yeah. be great. I wonder in the Pornhub FAQs if that's addressed. Like, yeah. what, what? You don't tell me what's porn. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You can't tell me what. Don't Free kink speech, shame me, man. This is how I fucking get off. I jerk off the podcast, <laughs> and literally no one would care, right? Like, we were all like, "Wait, how many people are watching?" Yeah, yeah I don't care if they jerk off while they watch. Sure. <laughs> Kristen, you got anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, I got to go right from porn into, uh, I got a podcast called Loosen the Bible Belt. I do it with a, with uh, a pastor. I love the name. Yeah, it's me and, uh, do you guys, I don't know, you're old enough to remember Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. their kid, yeah. Jay Baker. He's a pastor. Oh, dude. Yeah, so he and I do a podcast where we try that to get people awesome. to talk about shit with religion and queer and So, so I have a million dollar question. Were they one of the ones that had Heritage USA up in yes. Fort Mill? That place was awesome. I went there as a kid. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of immune to the religious angle. I just saw the water slides. I was like, this is cool. So what's the scoop on that? Like, why did it go out of business? And like, what's the... I mean, the, I mean, the dirt is that, you know, his family, they were working with Falwell and yeah, his dad had some things that went awry with a secret. You know, there's a lot of nuances, but at the end of the day, they lost all their money. And then his mom kind of came back as like kind of a gay hero, you yeah. know, like she, the I gay community. I've heard that. Uh, well, she did this interview. We actually, this is crazy. We, she did this interview with this, a guy in 1985 who had AIDS, right? Like this guy named Steve Peters. He was a mm -hmm. reverend. He had AIDS. And like at that time, no one was talking to dudes with AIDS. They, mm -hmm. You know, they weren't, especially not a Christian lady. Yeah. He, that dude's still alive. Wow. Oh, that's cool. He's still alive. We just talked to him the other day, but like that was kind of where Very the gay cool. community was like, hey, you're awesome. So, yeah, so Jay and I teamed up. We do a tour together, and then we do the podcast. So we'll go to, like, Decatur, Alabama. And wow. We, we, did, we played a CrossFit gym in Decatur, Alabama. <laughs> wow. I and, mean, appropriately enough, CrossFit. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they lost, like, three members. Like They died like, during the show? People, <laughs> they, just, they, they, they weren't having it. We're like, oh, You're, wow, like really? They were, yeah, and it was like they had some queer people in their gym, and they're like, we're standing together, and we're going to do this. They would write messages. Hmm, How do you do the shit? Like, do you do stand-up, and what does he do? He preaches. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, is it, so yeah. who goes? first so the way which the way it's so it's funny because yeah. we've been doing it for four years and it's adapted since then so the way it is now and where it is is i host the whole thing okay right yeah. we have an opening comic usually someone from the area usually an atheist or like somebody different uh -huh. like a local person yeah we have sometimes a local pastor or spiritual leader because what we're trying to do is kind of like thread all the moderates in the south together right sure. so they mm -hmm. don't feel so like kind of isolated yeah. right and then we have a musician from New Orleans who sings a couple songs. She's got a beautiful voice with the ukulele, fucking rocks it out, has a great time. And then Jay comes out and preaches. And then I say, if you're here to see Jay, before I close this out with my, <laughs> with my fucking fisting joke, just so you know, like now is, if you were here to listen to him preach, then you can go out. But then I also say something along the lines of like, but also remember that my audience is here. And at least you guys believe lesbians exist, right? Like at least, yeah. like, right? So we just try to bring, you know, it started with just gays and Christians, but now it's kind of like, can we get anybody to talk to each other? And so that's kind of what the podcast is. At My the obvious follow-up question is, since he comes to your comedy shows with you, do you ever get to go to his church services and do the fisting jokes there? So, you know, he actually <laughs> preaches in bars. 
So he started a church, like Revolution Church in like 1990, late 90s. And he came out gay affirming in like 2006. Like he's been pretty progressive the whole time. So he actually preaches in bars. So I could. Uh, And we (laughs) we try to make it a point not to do the tour in gay places if we can help it because we want everyone to feel comfortable in church and not churches. Right. So we try to find neutral spaces so people will show up and not like be fucking triggered or whatever with whether they don't want to go to a gay bar, they don't want to go to church or they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. How did he gain any momentum with that in the first place? Just, I'm just picturing people at a bar like somebody's like, all right, everybody, uh, put down your drinks. Stop trying to fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was in. Br- <laughs> I think he started in Atlanta actually, and then he was in Brooklyn. But it was just that it was like, listen, like the way that he believes in religion and the things that he studied, he was like, you don't make them all come to you. You go to them, and like maybe there are people who want to hear what I'm saying in a bar, and that's fine. Have a fucking drink. What do I care? Yeah. Like we're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about growth okay. and your perspective and. You know, he talks about how he doubts all the time, and it's just a different sense of community. I mean, it's bullsy as fuck. I mean, it's hard to get people's attention to do a stand-up comedy show in yeah. a fucking bar, let alone <laughs> preach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he does it at a, at a bowling alley in Minneapolis now, Rock and Bowl or something like that. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, Bryant Bowl, Bryant, Lake Bryant Bowl, something like that. Yeah, right where he, Yeah, so he does Revolution Church, and then I did Dykes of Hazard, and then we got together, and now we're doing Grown Up, Loose in the Bible Belt, I guess. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and where can uh, people... Uh, loose in the Bible Belt.com. Loose in the Bible Belt. Yes. Right on. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, Sue. Wait, Loosen? Oh, wait, wait, Lo- loosen. Yeah, yeah, like it's too tight. Okay. Yeah. Not like but, loose Yeah, we realized that okay. afterwards, because okay. I was like, oh, you're loose in the Bible Belt, and I was like, all right, sure. I mean, it's... You're going to get the website wrong, but just say it into Google. What's your personal social media? Kristen Becker, at Becker Comedy. Yeah, Twitter. Right and, and Instagram and ChristianBecker.com. Oh, awesome. Everybody check Thanks, that guys. out. Thanks, guys. This is so much fun. Yeah, thank you for awesome. doing thank it. You for thank doing you. It. Yeah, of course. I fuck bitches.